Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, Beloved. And like always, I have my very special host with me. India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday, give it up for yourself one time. Hell yeah. Why would you turn me up? What's going on? What the fuck? Guess what? <laughs> We're in a new location. And guess what? <laughs> we have a special guest. I have <laughs> to take the time to give it up. For our special guest, Kristen, one time. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so I, I, didn't, I didn't do that proper. Um, I have had numerous sub talks with Kristen about babies and birth, and she's an expert. <laughs> she has her own business, and I'm gonna let her talk about it. You talk about it because I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> okay. and then we jump in. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, I'm Kristen Mejia, and I'm the founder and CEO of Homeland Heart Birth and Wellness Collective. Homeland Heart. Give it up one time. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? Hold on. Where are, we, where are we recording live from right now? Oh, we are recording live from Homeland Heart Birth and Wellness Collective. Her office is My nice, office. too. It's super it is nice. Very she nice. got a big screen right there. I want to watch <laughs> football. We ain't talking about no baby. We talking about Sunday night football. What's up? <laughs> You know what's funny is that, that many, many, many years ago, our first encounter with Kristen, you know the business that we're always talking about that we don't actually ever talk about? She was... You don't she, remember she that? Had, she came to oh, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, I guess you would call it, she yeah, was yeah, yeah. A, a student in a class. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. That Barrett was teaching. And that... Oh, I wish I could remember the year because she it was a long up, time ago. She walked up at the end. You know, we gave her her certificate and she was <laughs> like, when you're ready to have a baby, uh, I'm a doula. And she gave me her card. And I was like, so, what the? F- at the time, what in the world is a doula? I'm going to try not to curse. It's going to be a good episode. Um, and did I ask you that? I don't think so. I was I young. No, I don't I think probably. so. That but I don't like, think we had babies on our on nah, our mind. Like when babies y'all were like fresh. I no, uh-uh. No. I think I had that. You had was, a perm. I was still no, I never Machine. had a perm. Just a relaxer. Rocking the straight. No, you well, you had a whole I rocking the, the mixed girl straight hair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> rocking the Dominican, the Dominican press. Don't let this Bohemian princess fool y'all right here. She had a relaxer. Yeah, anyway. that was like Kennedy was a baby. That had to have been like seven years, six or seven years I'm gonna ago. I'm going to go find out. He's about to be eight. I'm going to find out what it is now. I'm going to go find yeah. out And I is. was new. I was a brand new doula. I had just finished training. And yeah. like, I remember, I remember when I left my training being like, how, what am I supposed to do? Like, do I just walk up to people that are pregnant? That was dope, and like, though. what is that? But y'all were so cute and so like, I was like, Here oh my go. God. <laughs> And I want to help the, you know not you know yeah she wanted yeah. she wanted to come like ah right, you got to do that stroke again because you're not gonna have a baby with that light stroke right, yeah. you got to go heavy right, over here you, you know? got to get on top <laughs> of it. when I did get pregnant with Blake she couldn't be my doula because I was pregnant we were pregnant at the same time <laughs> and I remember oh my god I was so sad I was like. Oh, all I wanted to do was be her doula. And, and you were the first person we thought about, too. Well, and guess what? She still can't be my doula still- because, <laughs> because 
She has decided <laughs> to advance her career and is yeah, currently studying midwifery. And it's how many babies away are we? I'm like 15 babies away from sitting for my exam. It's super dope, though. That's what's up. From sitting yeah. from her exam to this the way you certified midwife. That's the way you advance. Yeah. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So talk about this, right? Whew. Because for everybody out there who may be like me. What the hell is The impaired, advice? yeah. <laughs> Not even that, though. So I want you, let's start at the top. You can start all the way from the beginning, right? What's the difference between a doula and a midwife? But first, what is a doula and what is a midwife? Because if you're like me, your knowledge isn't there. Who knows, right. Okay, so obviously get this question all the time. I know mm -hmm. you did. What is a doula? A doula is a person that is supporting another person during their pregnancy, labor, birth, and postpartum period. So we call it the antipartum. It's the whole thing. Um, the midwife okay. is similar to an OB. So that's okay. deeper medical training, right? So when we're talking about who's going to support you during labor and birth, sure. we're talking about your spouse, your doula, your mom, your whoever, right? Yep. Those are those people. When we're talking about who's going to deliver your care, who is going to check your labs, who's going to yep. draw your blood, who's going to do your glucose screening, that is the option between a midwife and an OBGYN. Mm -hmm. mm. So midwives are not only home birth. So a lot of times people don't it's know. The first thing I think about. <laughs> See, oh my God. I thought the only time you needed a midwife is, is if, if you want to do a home birth. No. That's so it? there are certified professional midwives that okay. deliver at home. That's what I'm going to certify for. That's what's up. Um, and then there are certified nurse midwives okay. that deliver in the hospital. Certified nurse midwives can deliver either in a hospital or at home. Okay. Certified professional midwives can only deliver at home. Oh. Hmm. So you're going mm -hmm. for the latter. Like so the, I'm I mean, going for, yes. To do both. To no, for the Home. former, CPM. You okay. have no so interest in do, being in the hospital. I have no interest in being in the hospital at all. Why not? Um, if you don't mind me asking. No, not at all. I mean, okay. so my entire life is revolves around setting fire to the healthcare industry. Let's go. And rebuilding it. So I don't want to deliver babies in the hospital. Okay. But I recognize that Every pregnant person is not going to be eligible to have babies at home. Right. And for that reason, I still need to do the work to ensure that hospitals are safe places for black women to give birth, for black birthing people to have babies. Right. Yep. So I still need to make sure that the OR where you may have a C-section has a doctor that's going to do it right. And that the hospital has policies that's going to allow your support person to be there with you, right? Mm -hmm. I worked hard on the policy over at St. Thomas and now working on that policy at Centennial to be able to allow doulas in the OR with our clients when they have C-sections. That's scary. And we just had this whole plan for you to have a baby through your vagina and now <laughs> it's coming out of your tummy and you're like looking at me and I'm like, well, sorry, bye. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. What is that? That's not no, cool. that's yeah. not okay. That's not cool. It, that is not okay. And yeah. then you have a partner that's like shaking, trying to put all the things Me? on, and 
and you're just like, Somebody I don't know like what's going to happen. And so, <laughs> yeah, still like I, I, it was, I've had, I've done, I've had a C-section or like supported a C-section at St. Thomas and been able to walk the partner through the getting dressed. Then up. I get dressed and we go in together and we are able to, I'm able to support him. And I'm like, yep, they're doing everything fine. And because I have these conversations with hospital admin, and it's, this might sound a little extreme, ah. but having hospital administration understand that in the black maternal care crisis, mm-hmm. doctors are to birthing black birthing people what police are to black men. Oh, come hold up. I got something for you. <laughs> you know I got it. They are. And unfortunately, right now, they require supervision. Wow. And that's unfortunate for me yeah. because that's not my job. Yeah. And you can't. My job is not to supervise you yeah, your and job make sure is that to... you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Bingo. That's your supervisor's job. Yeah. So I will speak to your supervisor mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ensure that we're going to do this correctly. Because when I step out of the hospital, this still needs to be a safe place. It's like mommy. Like yeah. I'm putting yeah. you in the bed. And when I walk out of this room, don't get out of that bed. Don't get out of the bed. And yeah. you know what happens as soon as you walk out of the room. There they go. <laughs> Tiptoeing around. Okay, don't make me come back in this room. Don't make me come back in here. If I have to go back to school to be a nurse midwife, I'm going to be real upset. I'm going to be real upset. This is not what I wanted this to do. This is not what I wanted to do. Yeah. But I will do it if that's what it takes. So a question about that too, though. Is there some form of like lobbying that goes on to get that done? Because like, it, to, to like, like for me talking to you now, it you is. seem like you are like a lobbyist almost. I am. Yeah, so life <laughs> that is that's funny that you say that because that's like some of the secret work that I do behind closed doors. <laughs> I have um, sat in some sessions and worked with some legislators, and there's. Um, I've been working on a bill for a couple of years that is going into session. She's doing everything in January, so we'll see give what it happens. up one time. Let's <laughs> <that's laughs> her edge the plant. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens, and that will be. Um, I mean, just like to say a little bit about it. I know, like, I get a lot of questions about. The, so the work that I do is explicitly for Black people, for sure. Um, sure. and of course, when I'm in meetings with state people and all the things, you can just imagine oh, all the yeah. questions <laughs> and all the things. Why are you only for black people? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so what all I tell people all the matter. time is if we attack the vulnerable and fix it for the vulnerable, then it gets fixed for everybody. Oh, for sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So the bill that is going up into session that I've been working on with um Healthy and Free Tennessee, big shout out to Healthy and Free Tennessee. Um, but this bill is going to cover all doulas in the state of Tennessee. So it's not just like, I, yeah, I do what I do for my doulas here. I'm Definitely. biased. These are my babies. Like, this, and we only it. train black people. I heard her. <laughs> I know. Mommy had, to, mommy had to have a, a whole conversation earlier. Demeter fool y'all, right? She's serious about her craft. Crystal plays no games. <laughs> and she's, she's still out there. See, yeah. so <laughs> they still, they still want to work yeah. here. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I will I give the world to my doulas and I work my ass off for my doulas, yeah, but yeah. I also know that it's gonna benefit every doula eventually. So that's big fingers crossed because hopefully we will be able to move forward. And it's super dope. And yeah. the and the coolest thing about it is is seeing your passion about it. And a lot of people, you know, like you 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 come through with the passion. There's no doubt about it that <laughs> this is what God put you on earth. 
to the with an yeah. F. Yeah. Earth. Yeah. yeah. You feel me? So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of a broad question, I feel like. Nigga. But you know, a lot of so I feel like a lot of first time moms, they're like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to the hospital. I'm gonna find my OB. This is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And then they experience that first birth and they realize, like, wow, I didn't like the way <laughs> a lot of this went. Like, yeah. I don't know if this was right. I don't know if this was right. I think they kind of played me here. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you just you just go through the th- did they necessarily have to do that yeah, because exactly. it made me feel yeah. like this? And so I want you to kind of explain like why one would choose. Because I'm so confused. A home birth over a hospital birth. Mm-hmm. And if you can't just get around it or like get out of your own head and be like, okay, I, th- I, I still think I need to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. What questions Ooh. need to be in place <laughs> for your OB? She asked you all the good How questions. How much time huh? y'all got? She <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? Right, you are safe and you have all of the boxes checked off the list. Okay. Um, it's a loaded question. Too, yeah, right? it's a very yeah, loaded question. I like it though. And I know question. that Kristen has her, she has two children. She has experienced both the hospital birth yes. as well as the home birth. Yes. Plus, so, she has the professional knowledge to speak on for it. both. That's yeah, okay. yeah. So I will. Okay, and I, I also want to say this. So I am a doctor's child. I believe. Oh, what? I didn't in, know that. Yeah, my mom is an ER doctor. Uh, well, retired now, but I grew up a doctor's child, and um, my dad was a chiropractor. Um, I believe in Western medicine. I believe okay. in modern medicine. I, I believe too. in hospitals. I do too. I believe in the necessity Facts. of medicine. Come okay? on now. So I will say that. Okay. And I, I always okay. like okay. to say that because at some point I'm trying to coax my mom into actually being my partner. Um and you so understanding that like <laughs> she's a hospital person and I'm not a hospital person and we will at coexist, some point come yeah. together and coexist, that's a big deal for me. Um, and it is very important that my clients understand that I believe in the hospital because yeah. my job is not to keep you at home like by any means necessary. That's sure. not my job as a midwife. My job as a midwife is to give you standardized care that still goes above and beyond and mm-hmm. is very familiar and comfortable and patient-centered and family-centered mm-hmm. and you-centered, right? I'm just here to help. That's not... My job is to not build your baby for you. It's not <laughs> to deliver... I And I tell people all the time, I don't deliver babies. That's yeah. not my job. That's your job. You yeah. need to deliver the baby. My hands are here. I'm catching it. That's all I'm, I'm here yeah, to that's do. That's a good way to put that. Um, because that's not my job. And my job is to also check and make sure you're delivering the baby okay. Should that not be happening, then we're going to the hospital. It just is what it is. I yeah. mean, okay, so what? We, right? we need a healthy it. baby. We for need sure. a healthy mom, right? It's a low bar. Let me... I'll healthy baby is a very low bar but it's it's a necessary bar um so why would somebody choose a home birth over a hospital birth can, can i jump in and say something yeah because she as you probably already know because you guys have talked wants to do it at home and i am under the impression like man we going to the hospital you see what i'm saying <laughs> 
Because I'm westernized. I'm 100% western. <laughs> Tell me, call me what you want. I, I love see. Benadryl. <laughs> I love Nyquil when I'm sick. If there needs to be a baby delivered, let's take that to the hospital. Okay. I take medicine for nothing. He takes medicine for everything. everything. If I got an itch, I'm putting some cortisone 10 on it. Oh my She's God. not. She's going to get some tea, rub it on her thigh, and then <laughs> say it feels better. Not me. Walmart got a whole pharmacy <laughs> section yes. that lets you know what you need for an itch. Now, with that being said, too, I want you to talk about <laughs> for. And we clash thing. a lot on this. All I, the time. I can imagine. All the time. Wow. Um, yeah, especially when it comes to Blake. Yeah, Blake. Yeah. And yeah. him wanting to wanting give him stuff. And I'm like, and that's not necessary. She, she, the healing is in the food. I believe that. Yes. Anyway, yeah. go ahead and answer the question. See? <laughs> so I'll tell you why I chose a home birth over a hospital birth. Okay. So my first birth was a hospital birth mm. and I had a baby. Like it was like, <laughs> that magic? it was not like, mm-hmm. I didn't need the hospital. <laughs> like, okay. and having a baby was the first time I had ever been a patient in a hospital mm. in my entire life. I was 27 years old and that's the first time I ever been admitted to the hospital. No way. For real? To have a baby. That's, a, that's pretty, that's impressive. Thanks. I'm pretty, I'm pretty healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor's kid, I'm pretty healthy over here. You got cheat code. Right, yeah. right. You got cheat code over here. Right. So I, I just, I mean, when the second kid, when it was time for the second kid, I was in this work already. Okay. So when I got pregnant, so I got pregnant with my son on birth control. I didn't know anything about doulas, midwives, none of that kind of stuff. Right. Got right past it. Oh my God. (laughs) He better be something special. Yes, Uh, (laughs) ma'am. So I I mean, like, I didn't I joked that like I was in denial for like eight months. Right, like the whole no, pregnancy. The whole pregnancy. I just could not come to grips. Like I just could not do. It. I never wanted to be a parent. I just it was horrible. And then yep. I was sick my whole pregnancy. Just the whole thing was horrific. And then I had to be induced. So, and knowing what I know now, right? Right, right. right. Hindsight is twenty twenty. So. I did not have to be. <laughs> I did not have to be induced. Like if I would have been my doula, I would have been like, girl, do not show up to that damn appointment. Yeah. Keep um, going. Yes. Intrauterine growth restriction for anybody knows about that. It's the baby not growing like to turn like so your baby sh- and your Belly height okay. should coincide, like the weeks of gestation and the height of your belly should coincide. And so what was happening was that I was getting like 36 weeks pregnant, 37 weeks pregnant. Like I was going up and Kennedy was not going up. It was, we were like sitting right at 33, 32, 33. They're finally like, okay, he's not really growing. Let's get him out of there. They're in there. And what she, what she just mentioned is what I'm being closely monitored for by my OB right now. Yeah. I'm nervous too, right. y'all. I'm yeah. nervous no already. Name. I'm like, hey, no what need needs to be, to be done? Nothing. <laughs> I'm rolling with you. Listen, I'm rolling with the professional. Nothing needs to be I done. I believe if anybody okay. I believe in is Chris, I'm looking Does around. everybody know what we're having? No. no. Okay. <laughs> Woo, I almost, oh, I've, I've almost said it at least on every episode. Yeah, we would have to edit the whole thing. I've almost said it a few oh, times. Oh, God. 
Woo! See, it is. Let me tell you something. It does not pay to be in these places of privilege all the time. Okay, like we got the name, everything. Okay, all right, we got the the whole name, the whole whole thing, like all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, y'all don't get to know. So, yeah, so I ended up having a home birth because I just, I I found a black home birth midwife. So I also have a rule, like now that I have a million kids, but um, (laughs) I don't do white doctors. The white hands will not be the first hands that touch my children. Mm. That's not a thing. We're not doing that. Um, that. No, I'm not racist. Maybe I am. Whatever. (laughs) 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 Whatever. It is what it is. Uh, So... That in itself is like, no, we're not doing that. And I, being in this work the second time around, knew about home births and all that kind of stuff. But I also knew that what, okay, what I knew of midwives were that they were white. That's the Mm -hmm. only thing I knew about them too. However, Mm -hmm. right? So, so sit with that for a moment. Okay. Because black midwives delivered white systemic racism. That's a fact. Golly. There was a time that midwifery was only known to be a black profession. There was a time. And so I'm going to tell you a little history about midwifery. Break me (laughs) off. I, I, I don't so, know how I feel about the name midwifery too. I'm still trying to get into that. Well, she uh, says yeah. Lot, so midwives began okay. like with us, starting with the fact that who was going to deliver our babies? Bingo! I right? got it now. Yeah. Yep. Who's catching our babies? Nobody. So we got to figure out how to do that. So over time, we figured out how to do it. Mm-hmm. We figured out how to do it. And now what happens? They want us to do it for them too. Yep. So we start doing it for them too. Everything's great. We having all these healthy white babies. We having all these healthy black babies. All these things are happening. Everything's cool. Well, then medicine starts to develop. J. Marion Sims comes along. He starts experimenting on black women. He starts doing all these different things without anesthesia. J. Marion Sims is his name. Um, there's a big statue erected in his honor in Montgomery, Alabama at their state For sure. uh, capitol building. Definitely. Gotta, Alabama. gotta love the <laughs> South. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so they come along experimenting, they, you know, there's then this development and we decide that babies can be born in hospitals, but who's not allowed in the hospital? Black women. We can't even have babies in the hospital. People. So our midwives still have to keep working and delivering and delivering and delivering. Uh-uh. Well, then here comes this turn of events where we start deciding that black people are ignorant. Well, I mean, we've are, we've known that, For right, sure. forever. For sure. Black people don't know anything. But now that we have hospitals and now that we've taught white people how to do this, we don't need the black people to do it anymore. Ha. So now we're going to tell everybody that they don't know what they're doing. To just salt the water. Oh, yeah. Oh, and they black too? No, they can't possibly know what they're doing. Come to our hospital. Come to me. Come let me be your doctor. I'll do it. She doesn't know what she's doing. So out goes the black midwifery profession. Mm. There are maybe two, one to two percent of midwives in the country are black. My next question. What about here in Nashville? You know, like, Okay. So okay. <laughs> what two plus if I so I guess three plus I'm, I'm gonna try to be as accurate as I possibly can. Oh yes, and a disclaimer. So I am a student midwife. I'm not an independent midwife. Do not get in my inbox. 
And she's about me. to be. <laughs> Never play yourself. Maybe come to my inbox. We might be able to have a conversation. But I'm yeah. not. I am not a licensed certified midwife, so that's very important. I have to make that disclaimer, um, or else the state won't actually let me get a license. Fifteen away. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, actively practicing black midwives in Nashville. Yeah. Well, in and around you got to be accurate. I think there's one. Okay. For home, like okay. licensed one. The, that one. That one. That, that I interviewed. That one. That I did not like. <laughs> that one. Damn, how you, what did she watch this? She's, she might talk bad to you. Never have to like beat her husband up. That's I'm crazy. Dead. So there's that one. And then um, the midwife that I have, which, which is, is the one that would have delivered this baby. <laughs> but, she, but this baby wants to be born around the holidays. Yeah, <laughs> holiday babies are tough, man. She, um... Is not really delivering babies at home. I, I think she works at Vanderbilt, so she's going to be de- delivering at the birth center over there soon. Okay, I believe. Okay, What's up? none of this is fact. I don't know. I don't work for Vanderbilt. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> like, wait, wait a second. Um, that's and then there's Tanisha. I don't even know if she delivers anymore. The um, there was another midwife over at the Vandy Birth Center mm. when it was Baby and Co. I remember and that Tanisha Douglas. That's her last name, Douglas. TD. Um, but she is teaching now more, okay. and so teaching how to be a midwife. Teaching midwifery at Vandy. Yeah, okay. if I'm not mistaken, there may be another one at the Midtown, like the Vanderbilt Midtown Nurse Midwives. Yes, group. it's like two there because yeah, I know there someone are who delivered there. there. The point is, um, but yeah, so that all. we can point them out exactly. like that. That's the thing that I'm like, okay, thing. wait, yeah. There's so there's two there. There's yeah. one there. Yeah, and, and if bad. you ask me how many white midwives were in the city, I I couldn't do that yeah. for them, right? Per capita, it's a bunch yeah. of them. <laughs> so so yeah, so midwifery belonged to us. Mm. At some point, like so many things. And then it became a white people thing. And then they took it and then decided like, oh, no, this is not for black people anymore. Mm. And so a lot of people, when we think of midwives, we think of midwifery, we think of white women. And for me, I didn't seek a white. I didn't seek a midwife because I imagine they were all going to be white. And I don't want white people delivering my babies. Mm -hmm. So I happened to be at a baby show. Like doing, um, Chris, what is a baby what show? What is it? An expo, you know? Okay. Like, oh, that. I'm like, what? Yeah, uh, when it came out of my mouth, I was like, baby show. What the hell? Uh, so I was Showing at this thing with my other business, with the Express Yourself business, with yep. the um, breastfeeding booth and whatever. And I was pregnant with Cruz, my daughter. And um, Milan walked by my table. She just happened to walk by my table and she put her card, you know, she was like, oh, you're a breastfeeding counselor. That's great. Like, I'm here. This is my information. And she gave me her card and I looked at her card and I was like, you're a midwife? Like, and I kept reading and it said, have your baby at home. And it said that she took 10 care and I was on 10 care at the time. I was like, this is lit. Wait a minute. <laughs> a unicorn okay all right cool cool a so, real wife unicorn i was like okay you gonna hear from me milan was my third care provider in that pregnancy third you shuffled them around like oh, I, don't I, don't mess around. I, 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 had, I don't mess around with that i had three i do not play about that that's why if you if i walk in your office and that shit feels a tiny bit off i was about to say what did you feel you will not, you like, will not you look in? in my vagina at okay, all okay absolutely not my first doctor 
was one that I had gone to in high school. And I I went to him at first because um, I had just moved. I was living in Antioch when I had Kennedy. And then I moved to Gallatin. That's where we lived when I got pregnant with Cruz. And so I didn't want to drive all the way back to Stonecrest. Um, so I was like, I'll just go to the doctor that I know of right now, just so I can get early prenatal care, early prenatal care. Okay. Like you do not have to like the first doctor that tells you you're pregnant. Just go get the test, get the pregnancy test, get the care. So I go the very first appointment. I'm sitting there. I'm breastfeeding Kennedy. He knows I'm there for mm-hmm. the, cause I'm pregnant. He walks in and he says, Oh no, you're going to have to stop that. Stop what? I was like, excuse me? Stop feeding your kid. What? Stop feeding so, my son? Breastfeeding because she was breastfeeding Kennedy and so she was pregnant with Cruz. Breastfeeding while you're pregnant can put extra strain on the body. But oh, that okay. is if you are a high-risk pregnancy. Yeah. I am a very low risk pregnancy. I'm healthy. Like I don't have those problems. I don't, and I'm not at risk for preterm labor. It really is for people who are at risk for preterm labor. If you've had an experience with preterm labor, if you have pre- experience with miscarriages and that kind of stuff, gotcha. because breastfeeding sends an extra surge of oxytocin through your body. It's just like a, a lot of hormones that are going through your body. Okay. Your body's got a lot of hormones going on because you're developing a baby. It's just a lot of clashing that can happen. So yes, it yeah. can be dangerous. Right. But the fact that he just walked in the room and was like, oh, no, nah. I mean, like fam, get first of all, you ain't that even ain't my it. doctor. <laughs> like, hey, you know I don't even know what you're talking about because well, also the kids I don't do male OBs. Like that's yeah. just, uh, bro, you don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, my I first one with Blake was a ma- it was he, not only was he male, but he was a white male at that. Oh man, and yeah, so I left nah. him at like 14 weeks. Yeah, so but I see, let him do like the early stuff. I think a man knows his way around a vagina pretty well. I'm sure he does, but he doesn't know his way through pregnancy. That's a fact. <laughs> I'll never you doubt that there. a man you knows a me. vagina. That's fine. You That's, got me right trust there. Trust me, y'all yes. know what you know. But. You don't know what you don't know, and that's not helpful for me when I'm, <laughs> when I'm building a baby in my body. Sure and yeah, you've right. never done that before. So because I will literally tell him stuff, he literally has no idea like what I'm even remotely. Dude. I'm like, there, my vagina feels very heavy. There's like a lot of pressure down there. And, and they're like, just like, what? I have a I have a friend who was going to a male doctor and switched at 37 weeks because the man told her that back labor wasn't a thing. I was like, Blake's um, whole labor was in my I back. I don't know about that because if the baby's side to side up, then the labor's going to be happening in the back. I don't, I don't know. Yes, yeah, so I mean because yeah, everything y'all saying. And then, I, and, then, and then, like his labor caused me to have back pain for like for a while, yeah. sciatica, a long and all that. time. Yeah, after yeah. I had him. and let me tell you, ain't no back labor. Like, oh, all right, fam, cool. But just yeah, but you miss a line because you keep putting your wallet in your back pocket. But we ain't gonna talk about that. Yep, guess I'll take this out. <laughs> And he won't go to the chiropractor to get his <laughs> But you want to tell me how to have a baby. Chiropractor. Oh, okay. $100 okay. a minute. I don't need to go to the chiropractor. I could pop my back out with him. Working that thing. For all the chiropractors like, listening, please help Barrett. Lord of mercy. My back loose as a goose. Don't get me started. <laughs> So, yes. So, that's how I ended up choosing a home birth. Literally. Like, Milan watched across my, my face. And I was like, oh. You're, you're available. Ooh, okay. Milan was one of the ones that I interviewed with, and she would have taken me. I, I fell in love with her. She's amazing. First of all, I don't know any doctor or midwife. Or what, I don't know anybody who you're literally going to pick up the phone, call them. They call you back in like 15 minutes. That's a fact. And 
from their personal number yep. and will just sit there and chit chat. I was on the phone chit-chat. with this lady for like almost an hour. This and she fact. was like, listen, your body knows what to do at home. She was like, if you need me to call your husband tomorrow and explain it to him, Hell I yeah, would absolutely I, I got do Kristen it. now, but you can call like, me too. <laughs> listen. Somebody need to call me. <laughs> she was she was so thorough in oh, explaining everything. Even like, like I said, we haven't really had any issues with my um, current OB, but I think I like she airs on the side of caution. All the time. Every, every OB airs on the side of caution so instead because of just they're like, trained on saving. Yeah. This girl got the knowledge over So here. I'm like, <laughs> so she'll say like, okay, th- this could be a concern, but I'm like, okay, but what does it even mean? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like when I went to the doctor last week, I was like, do I really have to get ultrasounds every visit now? <laughs> they're $100 a piece. <laughs> Until I reach my deductible in another three hundred, oh in another three hundred dollars, so unnecessary. I got good insurance too. Yeah. and I was like, can't you just like measure the belly like they used to do? She don't. No, they haven't measured my belly because they've been. I've been no getting ultrasounds. I've I've had a my appointment last <laughs> week. I had a very <laughs> thorough. Ultrasound. This is why I have to give the disclaimer that I'm not like anti-Western medicine. I'm, I'm not anti. I'm anti that right, shit. Though. Right. Like, what, right. what is that? What are we doing? I We had a mom come in here for one of our village prenatal sessions at, at our childbirth education class. And I do. I measure everybody. I listen to everybody's bellies. It's like a, it's a whole village situation. Sure. I learned that from Milan. So I was mm. in village prenatal, which yeah. was it's group prenatal classes. So you're never alone. Everybody's got all the questions. It's great prenatal care, actually. So if once I'm certified and you come into my care, you're going to be in prenatal care with other people. So keep that in mind. Um, but we, I pulled up her shirt to measure her belly and list her baby and I'll consent every time. I'm always asking, okay, I'm going to touch your belly. Is that okay? And she cried and was like, you're the first person that has touched me. That has touched my belly. I was like, wait, you go to the doctor, right? She was like, yeah, but they don't do that. Like they're they just ask me questions and they they'll listen to the baby, but like that's it. I was like, you're kidding me. Like no one's feeling for where the baby is. Yeah. No one. And so with the difference between like midwifery care and OB care, and like why would you choose one over the other? It's that. You're having a baby. Right on. This is a very intimate experience. And if someone is so tied up in policies and liabilities and, oh, my God, what's the hospital going to say if I touch you the wrong way or whatever? Like, don't get me wrong. We all should be thinking about that at all times. For sure. Yo, really? I touch a belly. And not to and not to put all the blame on the physician because we live in a sue happy world. Lord okay? have mercy, we do. People will sue a doctor for anything. I should have sued Blake's doctor. They will. It just, I mean, <laughs> not to. So just, we do not have to make this a conversation. Some put on your brain though. But I noticed that um, the little boy, the little league boy, that fell out of the bunk bed. You know, you guys know about that. No, I'll talk so about it. So some little boy. A little boy that is, um, I think he's like 11. A couple, a month or so ago, he was in the Little League World Series. And so he and his team, they go travel. Wherever they go travel, they play this game. And the boy is sleeping in the top bunk. And he rolls off of the top bunk while he's asleep. And he 
like got a concussion like really bad like the results are pretty bad you know he had to go through physical therapy all the stuff so against bunk beds well turns out (laughs) his family has decided to sue the bed makers and the little league company no they didn't are you kidding me first of all and y'all can say whatever you want to say about me i do not care i'm rolling with you come on listen if your 11 year old can't sleep in a top bunk without rolling out Something else is an issue here, Listen. sweetie. Not yeah. the bunk bed maker, yeah. honey. You got a bad sleep habit, What are you my talking brother? about here? And there's not a chance that as a parent, I you didn't know that your kid could not sleep on the top bunk. Yeah. You my kids have bunk beds and them shits are separate. Yeah. Bro, we did top and bottom for a little while and they was being inappropriate. <laughs> so, because <laughs> kids, the top right, the bed, because I know. kids, yeah. so they got separated. But yeah. you know your kids. You know your 11-year-old can't sleep on no top bunk. Don't do that. I know Don't, that's not fair. A four-year-old can't get it. Yeah, I was, was nah. going to say, Blake jumps off of everything in our house. There's no way we can. That's him a not bunk fair. Never, yeah. And so <laughs> and we're actually supposed to be getting him a new bed this weekend, but we're, I'm looking for the one problem. that's closest oh, yeah. to the ground. <laughs> I'm looking for the one that's closest to the Ikea. Straight to Ikea, bro. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's that. So remember, too, that the care that you receive from Mm -hmm. an an OB or someone in a hospital is based on the fact that somebody has tried to sue them for less. Mm. Mm. So think about that, too. When your doctor won't deliver your baby a certain way, like doctors don't vaginally normally, OBs are not going to vaginally deliver a breech baby. But I I would do that at home like that. It's just breach baby. It's just ass coming first. It's not yeah. that big deal. It's like, okay, it's as Break big as a head. Like, like, it's no big deal. Out. Legs come out first. Okay, whatever. We're fine. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But something has happened in a hospital. Something has happened to this doctor before that they're like, nope, no, I'm not you doing can't that. Can't do that. And as a doctor's child, I know that as a doctor's child. Hey, I'm a little, I so you have up. to be, we have to be careful consumers. We have to be personally responsible consumers. Ooh. Don't go talking shit about a doctor that you think is trash, but you also still let them deliver your baby. <laughs> so who's trash? You are the doctor. You what are we doing here? Yes, because basically you just supported somebody in their trash craft. <laughs> what is that? What are we doing here, people? You must be the garbage man. You, you must trash. be the garbage you know what man. What I mean? Like, Come what's on happening here? Come on. So we have to be responsible consumers before we go attacking the provider. But know that the provider has their guard up for a reason. Right. They are protected by policies and procedures that sometimes are not going to let them do the things that you want them to do. And no, sometimes those things are not far out things. They're just not gonna do it like it's right not that on. big of a deal like how do you how do you think we got to water birth in hospital i was about to right? ask about like, that next. so many people were like no come on let's do it let's do it let's do it and the hospital's like oh no oh 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 ooh, ooh, ooh. a couple of people had to do it and we say look oh look it's just water look it's just water yeah look at that put your foot in it. Go you ahead. gotta be careful with that because you make a plan to birth in water and, and boop. oh i'm sorry Sorry, that's not available. That's too many not. people are having a baby today. Either too available or or like me, I, meconium in your water. Yeah, you can't use in your water. It's just, yeah, that sucks. Got a question, though. So, it just hit me. Now, hold gonna, on, let me tell you. You should jump right in, huh? Well, my question. Well, Top of my class. Hold I on. No, 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 no. Hold on. Like, I ain't even here. So does the... If you were to go to the hospital, because like the, the um, clinic that I go to, they also have a midwifery group. Mm-hmm. So they have midwives in the practice as well. Right. 
If you were to choose a midwife in the practice versus an OB, is that different or are they still following those same type of policies? Do they you still have, have the more same flexibility. Okay. Not not particularly, no. Now, in the type of care you receive, absolutely. So yeah. the difference between um man, y'all, and for those of you that are pregnant right now, it's about <laughs> to blow your mind. So the whole like Let's start checking you at 34 weeks, 35 weeks. Checking you what? Like, see if you're ready for the baby? Oh, I don't know. Okay. To see if you're dilated, right? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm never, I'm not, I'm I'm not doing it again. I have one client who, she she texted me at her appointment while they were waiting on her to change her clothes. And she was like, yo, I'm at my appointment. And the nurse just came in and, and threw me a gown and told me to take my clothes off. So I could get checked and walked out of the room. I was like, what? Bust that thing 35 over. weeks. And she's like, yeah, here you go. Do this so you can get checked. I was like, no, don't. She was like, do I have to do that? I was like, no, you do not have to do that. You remember when they checked me? They checked me. I started bleeding. It was a whole thing. Oh, my God. It was it was a lot. I do remember that. Yeah, it's unnecessary. I didn't know they were doing, though. It's, it's completely unnecessary. And a midwife, even if you're in a doctor midwife practice, a midwife is not even going to bring that up. No. A... a Okay, not to say that, that well. A good midwife won't even bring that up. There now, it is. Some, bad, <laughs> some bad midwife, they're coming in and tell you to bust that thing open at 35. Let me stick my hand in there to see where you're at. Is a good that, midwife don't like, what to do. I don't. So Milan never checked me. Because it don't matter. It's if you not check it. like the baby's going to come. <laughs> like, where are Now. If we are laboring, we've been at it for a while, and I yeah. haven't seen you do anything that makes me feel like we're transitioning, then maybe, like, in labor, I'm going to be like, hey, I think maybe, you mind if I check you? Like, let's see what the baby's doing, what's going on. But that'll probably be the only time. And it really, you will really have to be stalled. Like, like we've been here for 10 hours, and you're still, we're still laughing and joking and having conversations. Like, okay, India, no, you're, something's not right. Something ain't right. Like, yeah. no, bust it open. I'm checking it. No. But it's that. Otherwise, we don't need to do that. Yeah. That we don't need to do that. And remembering that, and this is so unfortunate, it is it is the schedule thing, right? Mm-hmm. As human beings, we have lives. We want to be on schedules. We want to do all the things. But the oh, same thing, I, I tell my clients this all the time. We've not ever in the history of America. Mm-hmm had a draft for OBGYNs. Not a single OB was forced to be an OB. That's a fact. There's not a single That's a fact. birthing professional in this country that was forced, that to, was forced to be a birthing professional. Mm-hmm. We all know babies come when they feel like coming and we still choose it. So you that don't want to deliver babies around Christmas, New Year, all the rest of that. When India called me, I was like, I don't care about that. Yeah. I I don't care. And if I did, it would be on my Instagram. (laughs) Because my holiday, (laughs) my holiday is October. Everybody knows don't ask me to do nothing for you or your kids in October. Because my birthday is in October. So it's the 23rd. Oh, we're going to party. So like last year, I mean, I spent the whole month in Puerto Rico. What's that? I a Gemini? What's that? It's a Scorpio, big oh, Scorpio. Scorpio, energy. Gemini, June, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, June, June. June, right? Scorpio. 
Yeah. So, I mean, other than that, I and I also recognize that there are going to be a host of people who are going to constantly, that are going to get turned away because they have a holiday baby. Oh, sure. That puts coins in my pocket if Definitely. I'm willing to deliver your baby on New Year's Eve. Come on now. let She's ready if you are 15 away. <laughs> Even like the doula, um, there was a doula that um, Dr. Why can't I ever say your name? Dr. Mellon? Mm, Milan. Milan. Um, There was a doula that she recommended, but she works for, what's the the midwife group? We talked about it. Roots. Not Roots. It's another one. Vines. I think so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Roots, but this vines, is a uh, trees, <laughs> apples. They never even thought about that. <laughs> but she is a black girl. Um, like I said, she was recommended and she can't take me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like there's so it's many people, bit. like I said, it's, it's like a holiday kids, thing. Like yeah. My yeah. kids live pretty privileged lives, so they don't wait on holidays to be spoiled Damn and all that. Wine. So they good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> They are. Right. get a hold. I mean, and not saying it like that. Not like, yeah, hey, we're no, probably out of control. It. But like, I just I've raised my kids differently, and holidays are usually our times for like traveling. Yeah, and they they're. I mean, I'm about to take my son out of town next week. So yeah, I know you were just I, you were gone for a whole two years. Yeah, I feel so like I was gone for quite a little while. Yeah, I had to leave the country back. for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what you, who you I running from, queen? I leave queen? the country at least once a year. She was to. on the run, but now she's back to deliver these babies. Um, yeah. Question on my I had, because I'm a dad, obviously, yeah. right? Do you do like um, midwife classes for dads, meaning like um, a Lamaze type of vibe for like dads or something? So I don't do them, yeah. but... Okay, a couple of things. I don't do them. Okay. We would like to start doing but is, them. But is, is there like a real thing or that just make that That up? is a thing. Okay. Um, and so it's really it's like a partner support class. What is important... So when I first became a doula, mm-hmm. I was very nervous about that whole dynamic. Like, well, but she already has somebody to support her. Like, what am I supposed to do? And am I pushing him out of the way? Like, what what's happening? Like, this is we very weird, you. right? And then you realize, you know, then as as we grow as women, we learn more about men and you all shortcomings. Yeah, I I need things to do that it. you can't handle, things you can't handle, right? And so that is something that we're wanting to address in our Homeland Heart Ministry group, and it's having groups during your, the prenatal period for mm. men to come to and say like I don't I don't know what's going on like she was crying the other day because she spilled her tea and then she's hollering at me because I asked her if she wanted some tea and I you know like we get that <laughs> look I you laughing her. okay all right so somebody got hollered at asking for some tea I see I told the story <laughs> on here we drove to three restaurants to get food and it was my fault somehow that nobody had the food she was looking for. But somehow it was on And me. that's why we need dad groups because I we get it. We get it. And it's so, very hard to feel like they're doing everything right. Yeah, yeah. Like it's very hard. Because they're not doing easy. anything yeah, right. Yeah, it's very feel to, easy to feel like they're not doing anything right. Which is kind of how I've been feeling lately, yeah, honestly. It happens. So let me ask you this. Talk about it. What... In what ways can partners be better support per- people during pregnancy? Listen, you just got to keep doing what you're doing. Fuck Honestly, it it's <laughs> <laughs> yes, because it's not you; it's her. 
right? And I'm sorry, ladies. I'm sorry. But I've also been pregnant twice. And it was me twice. (laughs) But, and, and not to say that it's consciously her. Yeah. This is a subconscious shift. Mm-hmm. That happens in our hormonal structure that you, we really cannot do anything about, mm-hmm. right? Yes, I asked you to go get me food. Yes, we went to three different places and none of them had the food. Maybe if you would have been driving faster, yeah, we would have been that. able to get there all before that. they closed all and that. I would have the food I wanted. So all it that. really is like we're going to figure out a way to make you wrong. You're not lying. And I think... Really, that's why you need a support group the most. Yeah. Because how do you keep doing something wrong for someone mm. and not lose your mind? Yeah. Right? Talk how to do her. you keep giving her everything she's asking you for? Every time you do it, it's wrong. The midwife is telling you, just keep doing it. Just keep doing what she's asking you. You're like, what the fuck? Is I, can't. I can't. I can't do that. I just can't Ali, do it. Are we talking? We pod now. Are we pod? So it is. It's like you need some place to put all of that. You need some place to put all of that energy. And I promise you are not the only man that's like, bro, I'm not doing shit else. I'm done. I done rubbed her feet. Then she told me her feet was hurting. I rubbed her feet. Now she keeps saying it hurts. She don't want me to rub it no more. I put some oil on them. Then she said her feet too oily. Then she got in the shower and fell. <laughs> that's a fact. I cleaned out the tub the other day. I was nervous. I was spraying too much spray in there. I said, I'm about to get it didn't feel out. like it was too much spray. See? I can smell it. I ain't saying that. I, I can Smell it. Damn. It is. And I knew that he had used the stuff that I don't clean with anymore. Mm. <laughs> See? See? It's that. It is. So it, so I would say, I say keep doing it. I say also making time to connect, to like really connect with each other throughout the pregnancy. Not about the pregnancy, though. Yeah, I understand. Right? So... And I know, ooh, I know it's hard because you got another kid. Come on now. That's a Come whole on different now. podcast. But because um, that transition from one to two. We're going to talk about that too. We're here. We're here for you. We're going to have to talk about that. <laughs> we tell people all the time, just drop the baby at the door. We'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> Just drop the baby at the door. We'll get it. Baby's in the room right now. (laughs) And moms. Yeah, yeah. Babies, moms, because we function as a village. So, you know, sometimes people are drowning in parenthood and they need some place to catch their breath. So. That's why I said when I walked That's in and saw that was a beautiful yeah. thing, man. Baby's mom. And he was like, oh, it's a party here, yeah. She yeah. Was yeah. Saying, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the other, like, okay, so connecting with one another, taking time to breathe, taking time to just sit, have a glass of water together, taking time to just, like, look into each other's eyes. Right there are going to be things that you're going to be able to catch that she's not saying to you. Oh, I catch it all. I mean, yeah, right? This, Attitude right now. Boom. Oops. See? Caught it. <laughs> Oops. Got it. In my hand. But making sure that All you're spending that time to let her know that you are connected, that you're grounded in the situation, right? Yeah. Because a lot of times we feel like you're so disconnected from what's happening because it's not happening to you, mm. right? As we grow, we're like, this is, it's only happening to us. Mm-hmm. It's nothing is happening to you. And we get this like, you're so useless. <laughs> <laughs> you be feeling all the time. Because 
because we're watching your body not do anything. And the least you can do is go get me something. Go do this. Go do that. Go yeah. whatever. Maybe it's going to be wrong. Maybe it's not going to be wrong. We don't know. We do don't it. know. We don't know. It's Sway. always the dice roll. But just do it. Right? This is the other thing that, like, I wish we could, like, if I had a a megaphone and could like go around different communities, not just the black community, just people in general. We don't oftentimes plan for babies. So we don't get to have these conversations, right? Nobody's having this conversation about what do we do for nine months, 10 months? That's almost an entire year. Oh, it okay? is. Hey, it's over with. What do we do while your hormones are shifting all over the place? What are we supposed to do with that? Duck there could, um, there might be some way to prepare for it, but we right. we don't know. Right. We don't know because a lot of times we're not preparing to have a baby. And if we are preparing to have a baby, that's not part of the conversation. Sure. It's not. It's all the exciting stuff that's a part of the it, conversation. We're not even thinking about who's going to be our care provider, right? We're not even thinking nah. that we have options. We're not thinking. So, you know, like, so shifting back to the midwifery conversation, it's like we don't even recognize that there's somebody other than the doctor or somebody other than the hospital that mm-hmm. can help us have a baby. I, I promise I didn't know. I thought we only had that option. This is me. No, you see it on TV and you see it on movies and shit, but mm-hmm. still like, which is, is real? And because is so thing? like when you see it on movies, when you see people have, or not, I mean, maybe recently it's kind of changed a little bit, but yeah. when you see people have babies at home on a movie, it's an accident. You're right. Right? Mm-hmm. Like right. they did yeah. an accident or they have it in the car or like the ambulance. Can, it's all that. It's an accident. <laughs> we actually had a friend that had a baby in the car last week. Last week. Straight I had a baby in the car. Really? One of my clients had a baby in the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like. It was she wasn't trying to. She Nobody's was, ever she trying was to having have a, a um <laughs> hope not. She was going to a birthing center, but yeah. it happened in, in a matter of like 20 minutes. Yep. <laughs> that's how fast it can happen because your body knows what it's doing. But yeah, this was her fifth, yeah. fifth baby. So oh, she nobody was, definitely oh. knows. No, nah, she should have known now. <laughs> She was like, okay, feel the traction. Some midwife was like, come in. They got in the car. Boom, head out. (laughs) Just like that. Just like that. I said, if it could all be so simple. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, If everybody can have a baby like that, man, my job would be so easy. You need your job. You need your job. It would be so easy. I was going to say, that is like an interesting outlook when you said like, I guess you're not preparing or like having the conversations mm-hmm. as far as like what you actually need during the pregnancy right. because most are unplanned Wants and, and it's like we tried for this baby but we were not trying when I had the miscarriage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so when I had the miscarriage we weren't trying and it was just like okay well we lost the baby so let's try right. to make it let's up try to do it yeah 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 but it still wasn't like a conversation of like What's the pregnancy what going to be like? What's yeah. That gonna, yeah. And I bet even for people who do plan, like you think about IVF people or like just people who are in there um, working with cycles and all that kind of stuff. Right. 
Um, they still don't have those kind of conversations. We don't have com- we don't have mental health conversations that surround parenthood because nobody's talking about that. Because we're all crying in the dark, wishing we would have never done this shit, and we feel like we can't tell anybody because we're we'll like, "What do you mean, Blake's so cute? What do yeah, you mean, yeah. like, yeah, he cute, but bro, yeah, <laughs> he don't sleep. Yeah. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. So it's that. It's we don't even know to have these conversations because nobody is saying, "Hey, don't forget." You're gonna lose your mind you probably should prepare for that yeah. nobody knows nobody's talking about it but nobody knows who to go to either though nobody knows who to go to right so. we're not building up the right resources and that's why it's so important that here we function as a village bingo we some we have some doulas in there right now we, we have a mom in there right now babies are here right now like we understand the reason i built this is like sheer is out of sheer personal experience I felt so lost and alone after I had a baby and I, my family was surrounding me yeah. like to feel lost and alone and people are surround you're surrounded by people that care about that's you. Wild. That's a weird feeling. It's a terrible feeling. Sure. Right. And then it's just like who if I say something to them. Yeah. Now nah, you the bad guy. We here for you. You ain't even utilizing any help. A lot of people don't even got help. You complaining. I know the vibes. And you, <laughs> and it's crazy because you no. really don't even have the words. Like people will ask me what it was like when I had Blake. And I told them, I was like, I came home from the hospital. I just sat in my bed and cried. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Bear was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't I even don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm walking around the house being me. Yes. <laughs> turned up to the man. He's like, we got a baby. What's wrong? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it really is. An experience that you cannot, you really can't put it into words. No. Because it you change instantly. Mm-hmm. You're a different person instantly. And sometimes, like, when I'm in, in when I'm working births with people, we take time to sit and, like, let's sit with this for a second. This is it. Yeah. This is it. So last time, you guys are going to be the three of you, right? Like, when, maybe, like, a month before my due date with Cruz, we took Kennedy down to Legoland in Atlanta. Don't take your children there. It's trash. <laughs> uh, like, so, cause somebody is like, Legoland in I'm Atlanta. I'm about to go right now. No, bro. It's inside of Phipps Plaza. Nah, it's like there. a, if malls had drop-in care centers. You drop the kids out here It's now. that. But no, they don't let there. you drop your kid off there. Yeah, it's like, this is them. not Legoland, bro. This is Lego Corner. Uh, it's not. It was terrible. Lego Anyways, Town. He was only three, though. So it worked. He right? We did this whole big, like, this is it. It's our last time being a family of three. Mm-hmm. And actually, I had Cruz maybe like two or three days after um, me and her dad went on a date. Because I was like, hey, this is it. Like, this is our last... You're not going to be able to do it. Come on. That's right. So, yeah, we did that. And she came a couple days later. And it's it's that. Like, so I always try to take a moment when my family's in the birth. Like, hey, we're about to transition. This, this is it. You Let's just go. know. It's time. So we cry. We do whatever that you need to do. But there has to be a release there. Because and, and there's a lot of subconscious releasing that happens during labor and delivery. Mm. And that's how the baby gets through. Right. So not to not to be all like crunchy home birth midwife, but super granola. Super granola. Cause somebody's listening like it's science. Yeah. Like oh, right? <laughs> not for real. Not 
real. It's physiology. <laughs> she pushes and the baby comes out. What are you talking about? But it is. There's so many spiritual realms that you go through Here during labor and delivery and so many things that you have to release or the baby is not coming out. Yeah, I believe I it. always make this joke that babies that don't have a name and when, when everybody doesn't know the gender, they take longer. Mm. Are we telling everybody the gender and the name? They take longer. Soon. Well, see, some people know, like I know, no. right? But our like, no, like when our... you guys don't know, it's it's the parents. When the parents don't oh, know the gender know. and you ha- or you haven't decided a name, it's like the kid knows. Like, excuse you? He's gonna forget about You're me. You're not even here. prepared for me. We are. You're just gonna let me show up? Like, really, bro? That's well, not it's, what you it's so funny because I have a friend that's pregnant right now and she wants to wait. So I'm wondering what she's going to say. Yeah, she let's, let's do the experiment. Podcast. Okay, hold on, friend. <laughs> Don't find out, friend. <laughs> We're going to experiment with this let's because go. that's that's my theory is that they feel like they know you're not ready for them. They Man. know you don't know. Well, I'm ready. They know you. This, they baby. don't even have a name. They know. So there are so many things that you have to pass through to be able to release and say, okay, I'm surrendering to this moment. This is it. I'm about to have a baby. Mm -hmm. And so we go through those things, right? And that, honestly, we go through more than when you're a doula client of mine. In my my midwife mind, I don't really have time to go there with you because I'm making sure all my bosses are checking every 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, yeah, we're good, okay. All right, yeah, we're good. Totally okay. different ball game. Then we now. can tell a joke, and then I'm like, all right. All right, we're back to it. Let's get ready. <laughs> Let's get back on task here. Yeah, so I think, you know, there's just, there's a lot that, um, that I try to make sure we are addressing in you guys's what you had as we move into what you're having. Nice. Right? Mm. Um, so we, we also don't put enough emphasis on what you have right now mm-hmm. in a pregnancy, right? Because everybody's, we're focusing on the pregnancy. We're focusing on, okay, the baby's going to come and this is what we're going to do. But what about right now? Yeah. What That's about right. right now? Like, what would you be doing if you weren't growing a baby right now? What would be happening? Party. We like the boy. I'm over him. Hey. She lives hey. with him. I know she's about forever. to beat me up. But Elva, she, 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 she leave, agreed to it. She, she, she know the vibes. <laughs> Listen, she's strong as a mother. I hate to cut the conversation short. We're coming up on time, you guys. We're gonna have part two. We're gonna have to have a part two because there's so many other things. When we do your home visit, when we do your home visit, because that's what I want to talk about and and see where you live. That's what I want to talk about. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to talk about. But in the meantime, in between time, tell them where they can find you, Kristen. You guys can find me all over the place. Talk to them. (laughs) Sadly enough. Um, so on Instagram, on all the social medias, you can find me at Homeland Heart Birth and Wellness Collective. You can find me also on Instagram at Express Yourself. It's X Breast Yourself. Talk. Um, and that is my lactation service. So if you need some help breastfeeding, there's that. Um, we can talk where about else? That. You can find me here. Right. We got to do a part two, maybe even part three. Um, we, you can find me here on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and every other Saturday. Um, we are located in East Nashville, Homeland Heart Birth and Wellness Collective, 1610 
Porter Road, mm-hmm. Nashville, Tennessee. Um, we give out free diapers and wipes to black families every month. So if you need some diapers, come on in and grab them. Look Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. On, yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? Free diapers and wipes. All you got to do is be black and have a baby. That's it. That's, That's it. all you got to do. But how can somebody support it, though? Like, if they want to donate? Um, if you want to donate, all of our donation links are in our Instagram. So please, please, please donate. We run a... Um, a reparations-based campaign is what I like to call it because we, right. as black people, did not put ourselves in the position that we are in with regard to our health. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it's not only the white people's job to get us out. Again, we need to stop having such a consumerism mentality. Come on now. And we need to be taking care of ourselves. Um, so with that said, it's not only white people money that's going to help us, but it's going to be black people money too. Guess what? So. At the end of the day, money is what? <laughs> it's green. All green. Yeah. <laughs> and green. it helps pay my salary. So, um, yes, we do the Cash App, the PayPal, the Venmo, the all the things, Homeland Heart. Um, and yeah, I mean, come have some coffee with me or whatever. Slide in my DMs. We can talk about Drinking wherever you want right to have now. your baby at. India, tell the people where they can find you, girl. They know. India.Marie on Instagram. I am nowhere else at this time in my life. You know the vibes. You know the name of the game. You know the name of the game. Be love 1911 on all social platforms. Please be sure to follow She and our podcast on Instagram. Leave us a message at she and our podcast at gmail.com. And everywhere else, man, we love to hear from you. Watch it on YouTube. It's an audio Slash video haha experience video visual video video check us out in the meantime in between time it's been real it's been fun she's I out. Daddy.